0: Morning,
1: Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We just it, it doesn't have the oomph that it usually does.
0: No, because it is Friday and we should be celebrating, but I'm just feeling like so exhausted. Like, I feel like I've woken up every day this week like really hoping that things for Jews in America would like de-escalate. And Jews around the world. Jews around the world, excuse me. And... I just woke up today and it was, like, the worst it's ever been. And I just, like, had a full breakdown because it's, like, it's so scary to be Jewish in in a time like this. And you kind of, like, are inclined to just ignore it and, like, hope it'll go away. But it's getting so much worse. And I've already cried twice today, so I'm just warning. I know people hate when I cry on the podcast, but, like, I probably am.
1: Sometimes you just got to let it out. Sometimes you
0: just got to let out. It's just, like, a terrible feeling to, like, wake up and be, like, scared to be Jewish. Mm -hmm. And, like, and have, like, a fucked up thought. Like, um, it's, like, terrible to say. But, like, you're, you wake up and you're grateful that you don't, like, look Jewish, you know? Because, like, I mean, I don't wear my Jewish star necklace every day, but, like, I've never once felt uncomfortable wearing it. And, like, that's a huge privilege of living in New York and living in a, what's supposed to be, like, a wonderfully progressive melting pot of people. And today I was just, like, walking to work and I'm like, oh my God, I've just never, like, been aware of my Jewishness in the way that I am now. Because, like, I know two people who are currently in the hospital because they were attacked for being Jewish. And... Of course it's terrible when it happens to anyone, but when it happens to two people who you know personally, like it's just it it's just like indescribably upsetting. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like we're just coming off of this like really great year for social justice.
1: But it doesn't feel like it includes And Jews. there's just like
0: no energy.
1: Yeah. For no. us. And the energy is on the other side, it feels like. Yeah. And, and, and,
0: and honestly, like I can't even stress this enough. Like yesterday we we've all been you know posting about and keeping up what's going on in the middle east and yesterday they they agreed to a ceasefire and that's like wonderful but there's things going on in our own country and like it feels like people are just ignoring it and i think we should like we should focus our energy on that because as much as we all think we're experts on the middle eastern conflict we're not but like there is stuff we can actually do in our in our city and like for it to be happening in New York. And I know it probably sounds like so silly of me Ten to say. 10 blocks
1: from where we are right now. Like where it's, it's we one we of the most frequent... densely
0: populated Jewish populations in the country. So it's like they it can happen there. Yeah. W- where can it happen?
1: Yeah, no, I think growing up Jewish, like we're always fully aware and like we've learned in school and throughout our lives, like the perils that the Jewish people have suffered. And it, it has always felt like America is the exception, like where you are free Safe to be haven. who you are and I feel like Candace from Real Housewives of the Potomac. Oh my god, you are with the, my corner. With, with your corner. <laughs> um and it doesn't feel like that this week. It doesn't feel like a safe haven. It it feels like at best you're silent and at worst you're coming for us like Yeah. It's it's a horrible feeling. Um and I, I feel like as Jews we feel so alone in this.
0: And like I I also feel like not only do I feel alone, I also feel like scared to speak up for my community because in some way it like devalues another community and that's so not like at all what i'm trying to do and it's not okay to hate on anyone regardless of their religion no matter who you are or where you're from but we can't like ignore the fact that it's happening to jews right right now
1: that can't exclude the jews right but for for centuries it has and it does and and that's just like literally our cross to bear (laughs) literally literally i'm like and I think a lot of people are like... So you grow up learning about it. This is what I was saying. And you feel like oh, yeah. you know we, we are in a time of, of the exception. And then you're like, oh no, this is the oldest hatred. And it, and it cloaks itself in different names and the verbiage that's thrown around. It, it, it's anti-Zionism. No, 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 it's anti-Semitism. Um, you probably don't realize this from the graphics that you're seeing, but Zionism is a beautiful thing. It's
0: not a bad word. It's
1: not a bad word. To be a Zionist is not a dirty thing. So to be anti-Zionist is just a... a like a more paddle, palatable way of being anti-Semitic. I think in this day and age, I think throughout history, anti-Semitism has always cloaked itself as something else, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was in the Crusades and we're the Hebrews, then we're the Semites in in Nazi Germany, you know, we're going to put the Jews in ghettos because they have tuberculosis. They're sick and diseased. Yeah. It's always cloaked itself in some sort of like social justice and it's not. And it's the same thing over and over again. And I, understand, it, it, I can imagine that it's really confusing for people who aren't Jewish? Who don't understand what's going on and are like, think that they're helping? Who really? But yeah, you're, of course. but you're hurting us. This is a tale as old as time, and y- you got to wake up.
0: I think one of like honestly like a breaking point I had yesterday was I saw an Instagram story from an, in, like a not a hugely popular influencer who literally posted a graphic of Jews in the media and like how you know all these hate crimes going on are staged because look who owns the media and I was like that like actually took my breath away because that is like textbook Nazism like that was so crazy and, and that person is being applauded whereas, and that, like, no but also I that, have people in my DMs like calling me Islamophobic for supporting the Jewish community and that's so not what it is yeah. at all
1: no and like that person that you're talking about would call Zionism, Nazism, which it's like, it's so twisted. I saw a graphic, and these are the types of graphics I'm talking about where it's like, please don't take them at face value. Not ones that are stating facts. Ones that are like, I saw one that was like, Zionism is white supremacy. No no matter how many times you say that or post that, that is not true. No group has suffered more in the last century at the hands of white supremacy than the Jews. Yet today, we are somehow the white supremacists. Make it make sense. No,
0: and I think like one of the things that really bothers me and I think maybe a lot of people are like well you know you guys might be overreacting because of course like even in a perfect world there's always going to be people who hate the black community who like there's always just going to be bigotry like that's just sadly a fact there are always going to be people who hate Jews so I think a lot of people are like this might be like an overreaction and I think what a lot of people don't understand is like technically we grew up in what's considered like the Jewish diaspora right like the greatest time to be a Jew ever post holocaust Jews have never had more freedom we have our own country the only Jewish state in the entire world like so we really grew up so privileged, like not really understanding how bad it could have been. Mm-hmm. And, but we also grew up like with grandparents who either, who survived the Holocaust. So there was always this like, in in all of our education and our culture and in our religion, there is this like thought in the back of our mind, like it can never happen again, but it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility. And you grew up with grandparents who like, you know, never let you not finish a meal because they didn't have a meal for five years. So like, it's, it's so ingrained in our trauma. And so we're always constantly living in fear that like it will happen again. Mm-hmm. And so for those who maybe don't understand like why we take it so seriously, that's why. Cause like, it's so just like, we, we, we wake up every day and, like, it's always a constant part of our thoughts.
1: I feel like, and up until these last few weeks, it's always been, you know, Jews we never forget. But it, it feels like... They've forgotten. More, they've forgotten. It's more imminent than it's ever felt. Yeah. And so... And the, I just feel like if... The least we can do is, is, is speak on it. And, and so if this were any other community going through this right now, we would say the same thing, which is at our Jewish Toasters, we are here for you. We feel what you're feeling. We feel alone. We feel scared, um, but we're here.
0: Yeah, and just like I, I like, literally saw the scariest thing in Montreal. There's like a service to walk Jews to temple this weekend, like with a bodyguard. Like you like sign up before. Like where are we living? Montreal's like one of the most Jewish cities. I've been there. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's it's just like very upsetting. And what's even more upsetting is like some of the the messages I'm getting, like, people who are just, like, genuinely upset that I'm talking about this. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, if you... If you want to come at me for posting about what's really happening in New York and making it about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, like, that's on you. Like, you need to look in the mirror and check your anti-Semitism because, honestly, what what is happening in New York right now and all over the world is a direct result of what's going on in Israel. But, like, we need to focus on what's going on here. Like, literally... People are like taking their yarmulkes off and hiding their necklaces under their shirt. Yeah. Like, that's so not okay. No. So, I just really wanted to <clears throat> cry on the show today.
1: Well, anyways, I don't know how we pivot. I've just, I, know. I feel like we've just been sort of like putting our best foot forward all week. Like, just wanting, like, that's what we do. We cheer people up. And yeah. Like, but we're just like not super cheery. It, I feel like, has reached a fever pitch last night and this yeah. morning. Just every day I roll over and I'm like, it's what's a lot. The, it's a lot. To and, wake up to. And and we feel no support. We do not feel supported. And that hurts more.
0: More. That's me and Ben were talking about it before bed last night. I'm like, I don't know what's crazier. The fact that this is even happening, because it's like so 1930s. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, is it crazier that this is happening? Or the fact that like, literally nobody cares. Because mm-hmm. you always think, when you learn about the Holocaust, you're like, how did all these people not do anything? And it's like, you can't imagine a world where like literally the Jewish communities in your country were rounded up at night and all the people were taken to gas chambers. Like you can't even imagine a world yeah, in which like, that happened.
1: Na- where are the neighbors? Like where are my neighbors? Where, call the police! Take a picture!
0: You know, yeah. like, so you always grew up being like, honestly, this can never happen again because like, people would be taking pictures of it. Like, there's no way. But
1: but people are taking pictures and
0: and nothing. nobody cares. No, but
1: like, Also, it's so crazy you watch these videos of of one Jewish man being beat up on his way to, you know, a pro-Israel rally and there's all these people beating on him, filming filming themselves. They'll like run and take a punch, run away and film themselves like as if they're doing something commendable. It's literally Black Mirror, that episode. yeah. Um, But it's not funny.
0: No, but even videos like that, like I've just seen people online. It's it's like, well, what was he doing? Yeah. Well, uh, what did he say? Or like, Oh, I think those are actors. Like, are you? F- I
1: can't. Like, that is
0: so yeah, dumb. Yeah, no,
1: I saw Ben posted like a ignorant as ha- at best DM, and he was the person was like, "You've got to just brought this on yourselves." Oh,
0: I can't. Victim blaming at its finest. Also, just like a really weird caveat is um, somebody sent me something on Instagram today, like totally random, but like how when you're speaking on like people's, people always say like, your silence is deafening. It's actually a really ableist thing to say. Like, no, because th- no, it's true. Like the deaf community doesn't want to be associated with ignorance. And I actually really felt that. So I just want, I never even thought of that in my life. Yeah. But now that I, now that somebody brought it up, like I will never say it again. Okay. So I just wanted to share it, like clicked for yeah, me. Yeah, no, that. It I makes never, sense. N- it makes sense. Like <laughs> leave the deaf community out of this.
1: No, 100%.
0: It's not like, are you kidding? No, So I actually just really wanted to share that.
1: Okay, cool. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah.
0: Like, for sure. For sure. Justice for the deaf community. Like, 100%. Don't bring them into this. Don't bring this. them into this. Okay, well, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like I feel good.
1: Yeah, we said what we said, and now we're going to do what we do, and that's deliver. I guess we could get right in. Is there anything else you want to share?
0: Um, Yeah, I think I have seasonal allergies. Okay. Um, at the age of 26, I do believe I have officially developed seasonal allergies. I've just been feeling a little groggy all week. Um, and I've heard from my Instagram community that it is possible to develop late in life allergies. So that's just like a new thing with me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Allergies are really bad this year. You can see the pollen like falling from the sky. People so think
0: it sometimes when we sit and do our show that it's snowing outside, but it's dead ass just pollen.
1: Right. So it's not your fault that the allergies came for you. Welcome to the club. They came
0: hard for me.
1: Yeah. They're coming for you.
0: Yeah. But so is everyone else. So get in line.
1: Yeah. Okay, I guess without further ado, 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 where are you? He's right there sleeping, being a perfect angel. Thinking about how he can help the rising anti-Semitism. Thinking about it. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast.
0: And today's episode is brought to you by Scentbird. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, You smell amazing, what perfume you're wearing? Whatever scent you may be wearing, you have good taste and you know what you like. But your great taste is also expensive excuse me, expensive, and you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles, or you've been wearing the same two perfumes for years because going out to buy a new one is a hassle. But with Scentbird, we have found a way to have great taste and mix up our fragrance routine without breaking the bank, whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, or Versace. Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. So I've tried a lot of different perfumes from um, Scentbird because that's literally the point. Malin and Goats, I didn't even know that they made perfumes because I've only used their lip balm which is amazing and I'm just I I love it I've discovered so many new fragrances and the best part is that basically Semperate is a a subscription service that gives you the opportunity to shop over 600 brands they have a really flexible subscription so you can skip a month without any penalties but the best part is that you don't get a full bottle because if you don't like it then you're stuck with this big bottle of perfume or cologne that you don't even like mm-hmm. they send you a 30 day supply and they carry brands like Prada Gucci Versace and if you love it the next month you can get the same one you could try a different
1: one they're very travel friendly they come in these great compact cases travel friendly because I feel like whenever I'm going to a fancy affair it's when I'm traveling but then if I'm just if I'm not checking luggage can't bring perfumes. right bird has you covered if you're going
0: to like destination weddings this summer Scentbird has literally saved my life on like weekend destination weddings mm-hmm. and it's super affordable you can try a new designer fragrance every month for just $16 and with an exclusive offer offer just for our listeners you can get 30 percent off your first month today that's only 11 for your first fragrance go to scentbird.com and use the promo code toast for 30 percent off your first month again that's s-c-e-n-t bird.com for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just 11 dollars
1: sign on smell amazing i was stifling a sneeze Okay, first story. Casey Musgrave says she was dying inside before a split from Rustin Kelly. She said, <laughs> I felt broken. In a new interview with Elle for the publication's June-July 2021 issue, on newsstands June 8th, the 32-year-old Golden Hour singer spoke about her ill-fated marriage to Rustin Kelly. Uh, she those said, were the days. if you would have told me the night of the Grammys, hey, in two years you're going to be divorced and have a whole nother album written, I would have been like, fuck off, no way. She said "Who's she's releasing her next studio album this year. Very exciting exciting
0: yeah I mean obviously I was so excited to like read the tea in this article and like see the photos but I was also just like excited that she's doing press because that means like an album is done it's on the horizon we're gonna get a release date we're gonna get a single soon so we're back in like a Casey Musgraves era and as someone who's kind of been participating in all the eras before it was cool I'm very excited about this
1: I'm very excited about this she said that the album is going to be um, very like inspired by Weezer Daft Punk and Magic Mushrooms so I feel like it's gonna be a little different yeah no
0: I wouldn't um, I don't know. that doesn't sound like a good descriptor. Weezer. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. I don't really think that's like my particular vibe. Oh, okay. I mean, I think Casey will make it your vibe. I think Casey actually, like, if she really tried super hard and sat down and tried to write a terrible song, she couldn't. Yeah. So I have all the faith in her. The looks from this shoot
1: were sickening. We saw mm. a little butt crack. So I'm excited. Legs for days. She also explained to Elle that while her marriage to Rustin started off strong, things took a turn for the worse once the pandemic kept them oh. isolated at home together for months early last year. She said, I could have coasted for another couple of years, just not paying attention to my feelings or not really dealing with some things. But, but the extended time at home led her to question herself. She right. said, why did I make these decisions? How did I get here? How can I prevent myself from getting there again? Why do I keep choosing the same kind of people? She said, I felt in many ways on top of the world in my career, but in my personal life, I felt like I was dying inside. I was crumbling. I was sad. I felt lonely. I felt broken.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we all, like, people who follow Casey and Rustin, like had like little inklings about how like they were like never together, never photographed together, never posted together. Um, and... I, at one point, I really firmly believed, like, they just really wanted their privacy. But that gut feeling, you're always right.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, like, it is, it is nice when, you know, celebs yes. keep their relationships private. But um, in hindsight, those were all probably signs.
0: Yeah. And I think the sign is, like, when you're, when you're comfortable living a very public life with all parts of you, except for your relationship that I think people who are private about their whole lives including their relationship like that tracks but I feel like Casey like shares a lot she's very active on social media she went to the Kardashian Christmas party and like her husband was just not part of any of that so like I think the fact that her whole life was kind of un- in the spotlight, except for him, made us all question, you know, what was really going on. But I think the way she talks about her relationship in COVID, I think a lot of people can relate to. Like, you can't run from your problems when no. you're quarantined with someone. When
1: you're, they're staring
0: at you in the face. So she probably saved herself a couple of years. They probably, if, if the pandemic hadn't happened, they would have just kind of mulled along until it was, like, unavoidably problematic.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited <laughs> for this new Casey era. Didn't know that that was what was happening but now I'm so thrilled. Me too. I'm ready for it. Me too. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Floribama short star Nilsa Prowan gives birth to her first child. Reality star Nilsa gave birth to her first child, a son named Gray Allen, on Thursday at 1.56 a.m., prompting influencer Claudia Ashray to go on a tangent about names like Gary. No, no, no.
0: First of all, I love Nilsa. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. I think she's a great reality star. She's giving me major snooky vibes, just kind of disrupting the whole house with the first baby. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a major shift. Um, and I love Flora Bamashore. But... The reason I like, I saw her post and I follow her on TikTok and she's been making so much premium TikTok content, like 40 weeks pregnant, because she's been pregnant forever. (laughs) Um, And when she posted her thing, I thought it said Gary Allen. And I'm like, Gary Allen, that is a grown businessman's name. Like a lawyer for Allen, Allen and Allen. Like I was so confused. And then it just like, it kind of started this thought process in my mind because of course there are names now we consider to be old because a generation ago they were considered to be young and now like yeah. every susan carol bob and barbara we know is an older person yeah so i'll just but never... like at
1: one time like it was a young person's they name they were the chloe's
0: right so now what i'm saying like in t- 30 years everyone is going to have a grandma sarah or like a grandma rachel no
1: but rachel and sarah are classic biblical, biblical names. no you're right so in 30 years everyone is going to have a grandma jennifer
0: yeah and then jennifer like is going to be for like Gen Zers or whatever comes after Gen Z, they're gonna be like the most grandma name ever. Like yeah. Susan. Yeah. So it just made me think, and then people were like coming at me because like apparently I have an old person's name. Do you? I don't, I mean, I do know that, I do actually know a few people with Grandma Claudia's, so I just wanted to make that known. But like when I think of Claudia, I think of Claudia Schiffer. And I think Claudia, like a fabulous Latin goddess. Like maybe I'm just narcissistic, but I think Claudia is a fabulous name.
1: I think Claudia is a fabulous name, but they didn't say it wasn't fabulous. They were saying that it was. Um, I think Claudia's a fabulous young name. I, just, I think Claudia is not young or old. I think it's too rare for it to have been pigeonholed into one age demo. I agree. That's true. Actually, like, it's too you could unique. have a baby Claudia now. You could have a grandma Claudia. That's to me name goals, right?
0: Versatility, no,
1: and timelessness, and that's yeah. why, like at the end of the day, I'm not going to come for the Rachels and the Sarahs because, like, those names are thousands of years old, and they'll be around for thousands of years after us.
0: Yeah, Sarah, Rachel, and Leah are like the biblical names, and what are the men's names? Isaac, Abraham, Jacob.
1: Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Moses. So, I'm not into the name Moses. Okay. I'm
0: into, you know, of course, his biblical legacy. Yeah. But not really into the name Moses for a young boy. Like, where's the beard?
1: Okay. I mean, it's and honestly, it's
0: too much of a legacy to live up to. Because for us, we follow the Old Testament, obviously. And like, Moshe was like the whole book. Like, he was like literally <laughs> like the main character. Yeah. And I just, and like, he really, he led the Jews out of Egypt into Canaan. Like, he was kind of like a big deal. And I don't know, I feel like that's a lot of pressure to put on a young boy
1: yeah but it's also you know could be a good omen yeah of course of course i'm sure people look at it no
0: but what if you name you know your kid moses and then he ends up to be like a degenerate you know
1: yeah that's like was it the
0: name i (laughs) will never know
1: okay but so you said on your story like that you've been seeing people like with these names of of old yeah have you been seeing that Yes, in
0: certain in certain groups.
1: I'm not going to ask you to share. No, of course I not. I just was like, okay, but you thought she named it Gary, but she didn't.
0: No, I thought she named it Gary, and then it just led me on this thought process. I'm like, there are people who, like, wake up and decide to name their kids Carol.
1: N- yeah, I don't think there's, like, that many. No, but they
0: exist, and, like, that What that was just, like, weighing on me.
1: Okay, I'm glad that you shared it.
0: Do you have any baby names, or you would never share them?
1: I would never share them. Shayla. I would never share Shaylegate. them. Gate. I would never share them on the show, um... Yeah, but I don't, I don't have, like, I, I have an idea of names, but I don't have, like, the name.
0: Don't you also love to know, like, what people's names were supposed to be?
1: Yeah. like Alexis? My, my name was supposed to be Alexis or Victoria, which now, after being a student of royal history, I would have taken Victoria. Yeah,
0: but what about being a student of The Bachelor? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And if I, yeah. All it takes is
0: one person who you don't like to, like, have a name that you like to ruin it for you. Yeah. I had a name, I'm not going to say it, but I had a name growing up that I like adored and I met someone with that name and I will literally never use that name.
1: Yeah, I feel that. What was your name supposed to be? Was it always Claudia? Yes, I,
0: people have like stories. Margot's name was supposed to be Grace. I don't have like a pre-pre-name. I was always just like, I was born stunning and they were like, you have to be Claudia. Your
1: model, Claudia Schiffer, it was on the magazine cover next to the bed and they were like.
0: Are there any other famous Claudias?
1: Famous Claudias, <laughs> like because I grew Claire's up. Where's Claude Monet?
0: Oh, I mean, my namesake. <laughs> I grew up being like, yeah, I'm Claudia Schiffer, but now Claudia Shipper's are relevant. Like, I want someone.
1: Oh, well, Claudia Jordan,
0: love her. mm mm-hmm. Um, she's not like that famous though. Okay,
1: there's a list of famous Claudias, but and you've never um, heard of any that of them. I've not never heard of. Oh, Cl- Claudia Saluski. Yes, she's like a little prettier than me, just a little. I, I'm looking for a Claudia that I have no, heard of. yeah. But it's I honestly, it's like, the,
0: it's almost like the universe is begging for a Claudia to become super famous. I'm on my way, universe. Yeah, no, it's a good name to claim. Yeah, that's the heart. Are there a lot of famous Jackies or Jacqueline? It, Jackie O. Jackie Schimmel. Jackie Schimmel, that's
1: what I'm named after. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any like super famous Jackie.
1: Oh, Jackie Chan. Yeah. But you could be the female. No, there are famous Jackies for sure. But I I also, like, when someone has the same name as me, like, I don't even realize. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I feel very territorial. I really have never taken the time to realize that Jackie Schimmel and I have the same name. Oh, wow, really? I guess I haven't either. (laughs) Like, about Claudia But it makes sense. You both
0: are, honestly, Jackie's, like, a a really fabulous name. Like, I've never met someone who was named Jackie who isn't, like, elegant and refined.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Like, Jackie Schimmel
0: is very
1: elegant, elegant refined yeah for sure okay jackie chan jackie gleason don't know him jackie robinson of course jackie avancho the opera singer yeah the, young, America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah, the okay. young girl yeah she has a great rendition of someday at christmas check it out someday Day at christmas okay this website fucking sucks um, just want to say um no but like when you have you like ever? jackie Kennedy Onassis isn't even on these lists. Wow. That's a fucked up list. she is the Jackie. Well, it's so funny because like, you know, Ben and I, Ben is a very
0: Jewish name. It's actually just a very everything name, but like we, like I would say once a week we're in a room with someone who's also named Ben and it must be hard for Ben to like not feel his like individual, like, Individuality.
1: Yeah, you know what? I don't think he suffers from not feeling individuality.
0: <laughs> no, me neither. But what I was saying is like, <laughs> I never find myself in a situation like that. But a few weeks ago, when I went to a bachelorette party in the Hamptons, there was someone else named Claudia. And I have to say, I felt very territorial, especially because she knew more people at the bachelorette party. So if someone was calling Claudia, it was almost never for me. Damn. And so I felt like a loser. Like you I felt like the losery stage. Claudia.
1: Yeah, you probably were. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, that's how I feel when there's another redhead in the room. Oh, that makes sense. Do you mean redhead as in hair color or redhead
0: as in uh, podcast listener?
1: Reader of, of Read, Reader of redheads. Um, no, I mean as in hair color, but that could yeah, of be confusing. <laughs> okay, ready for our next story? Yeah. yeah. Prince William is slamming the BBC after an in- inquiry into Princess Diana's panorama interview. He said, my mother was deceived. This is a really crazy story that's like, 20 years too late, but here we go. Prince William and Harry are reacting to the official inquiry into circumstances that led up to their late mother, Princess Diana's BBC Panorama interview in 1995. In a statement released on Thursday, William strongly criticized the deceitful way the interview was obtained and defended his beloved mother. He said, I would like to thank Lord Dyson and his team for the report. I believe that's the Dyson report. It is welcome that the BBC accepts Lord Dyson's findings in full, which are extremely concerning that BBC employees lied and used Fake documents to obtain the interview with my mother, made lurid and false claims about the royal family, which played on her fears and fueled paranoia, displayed woeful incompetence when investigating complaints and concerns about the program, and were evasive in their reporting to the media and covered up what they knew from their internal investigation. So, long story short, it has come out. Was there are findings.
0: Time.
1: Investigation has proven that um Martin Bashir, who Diana did the interview with, like, falsely gave her false information and false context under which she did the interview which and this fallout, interview is like constantly referenced this, right interview was iconic the fallout from it like the divisiveness between the family like <laughs> i think it made everything worse yeah and it played on her paranoia as william said and so finally 20 years later a reminder that the media is trash
0: yeah but like i don't know i feel conflicted about this because what i actually i just love i love how william and harry like love their mom so much and they're constantly even after you know years after her passing are just trying to, you know, uh, protect her legacy. So I appreciate that, like, William doesn't want this, like, uh, what he believes to be, like, manipulation of his mother, and, of her in a, in a hard time, to constantly be exploited. But also, like, and as sad as it is, like, you're a public figure, you do an interview, like, that shit lives forever.
1: I don't know. In the words of Claudia Ashray, justice is on the table. It. When
0: I said that, like, that <laughs> was not the right phrase. I meant no. to say... What did I mean to say? What was I talking about when I said that yesterday? I have
1: no idea and it was a few days ago. Well, I, I mean, like justice
0: is up for grabs or I don't know. But
1: uh, so justice is up for grabs. Like, and I also
0: like what? touched the table when I said So
1: I understand it. that like it happened and you know move on I yeah. guess is what you're saying but like. <clears throat> no not move on but
0: like that is just a part of being a public figure. Like do, do I do, not to say I'm even on the same page as the Royals <laughs> but like are there pictures of me on the internet that I literally would literally pay any amount of money to be destroyed? Of course.
1: I hear what you're saying. So I I feel conflicted. I I agree with him. I appreciate justice and context and hindsight whenever whenever we get it. Yes, I
0: do appreciate context because, of course, I've seen that interview and I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, apparently there were forged bank notes or whatever. Yeah,
1: that proved that this guy was in with the peeps and just makes you think.
0: So, yes, you're right. Like, media manipulation is not okay, and it's, it's never too late to call it to, out. Give, to give context and, like, show us what really happened. That I agree with.
1: Yeah. I think that's always an important lesson, especially yeah. today.
0: <clears throat> especially now, like, with the royal family. Like, they're just, like, not having a great year in terms of press.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just talking about the media in general. Oh, but I'm just talking about the royal family. Like... Oh, yeah. This is just, like, one of the things... Because I think that interview for a lot of the Diana Stans, like... Was a, a, it, a, a... Caused a chasm. Yes. chasm. Chasm is a great word. Against the royal family. Yeah. Are we ready for our next story? A little art news. A little art news that's brought to you by Booty by Bray Bands. Oh, yes. They love art.
0: Booty by Braybans, Founded by fitness instructor Kelly Braybans, Is changing the athleisure game With it's high quality Durable leggings And inclusive approach Booty by Braybans leggings Sculpt your body Highlight your curves And will take your workouts To the next level With the perfect amount Of compression and support They are a brand That prides themselves On their inclusive approach They eliminate numbers From the shopping experience Because numbers Should never define us You can experience The Booty by Braybans Signature Croco skin material Which is what you've been Working out in For the last like three weeks
1: And it's everything of the sort It feels so good to work out in Things stay in place Stay where they should And when you look in the mirror, like, you like what you see.
0: Right, which is so rare when you're working out. (laughs) Um, The black Croco skin leggings are the perfect black leggings that every woman needs in their life. They are designed to last a lifetime. You can also shop them in biker shorts, which are on... uh, now up as a spring summer staple. So if you want to check them out, shop now for 15% off using the exclusive code toast at Booty That's Booty as in B-O-O-T-Y by B-R-A-B-A-N-T-S B-R-A-B-A-N-T-S.com. Code toast for 15% off. Check it out, work out in style, treat yourself. Treat yourself.
1: Okay, next up a little art news. A long lost Van Gogh masterpiece. Van Gogh. Van Gogh huh, has been discovered by a New York City collector. We love he a little like unfounded art. He just, like, stumbled upon it? Yeah, I don't know. He found it at an obscure country auction, but it is... Um, That's crazy. ...an iconic piece. What, he pay, like, $20 for it? Oh, I don't know. The piece is called Auvers 1890. It's in its original condition <clears throat> and signed on the back by, quote, Vincent. It's a once-in-a-lifetime find, and the Gogh Museum in Amsterdam has requested he send it to them for immediate authentication. Okay. But the piece, are they going to send it back? Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just authenticating it. But, like. But wouldn't, if they just have it, like, wouldn't they just put it in their museum and steal it? I think they would have to. I would to, be
0: nervous about, like, sending you it. You wouldn't
1: trust the Van Gogh Museum.
0: No, of course. We, I have the one thing they want <laughs> 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 an undiscovered Van Gogh. <laughs> Why the fuck would I trust them?
1: Totally. The piece of authentic. I would I
0: would fly there with it and oversee the yeah. entire process, but you're I wouldn't just hand it over.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. I think you're onto something. 100%. And then they'll say no, it's not authentic because they gave him back an, And then it's authentic, work. let us keep it. No, no, no. They'll give them back. They'll make a fake they'll give it to him and say it wasn't authentic right or, and then they'll keep the real and then
0: like they found one too
1: yeah yeah they found one too the piece if authentic was likely painted in the last two months of the famed artist's life wow Van Gogh shot himself in a wheat field in July 1890 possibly in one of the fields that appears in the painting oh man Pinbar believes yeah this oh so is this a, is like a stunning yeah this is a big a big find wow the art world is quaking the art world is quaking and and you know I'm excited for them too, I wonder what, that they have what to quake how over. much do you think it's gonna
0: like sell for
1: millions
0: yeah I I think, like, maybe, like, hundreds of millions. I
1: don't know, but... First of all... It'll be exciting. And, uh, like, what do you think costs
0: more, Van Gogh or Picasso? Picasso? I think Van
1: Gogh... And it's also, you know, I... For a second, I was like, wait, is Van Gogh the one who's just alive? Because apparently Picasso is, like, from the 1900s, like... Shut up. You know this, yes. Pa- like, you do Picasso know Picasso was alive? Picasso? Recently? He died in 1980. Is that not the cra- Picasso died around... I'm going to give you the exact date. In 1973... P- Pablo Picasso. Don't you just associate him with like the 1500s? Yeah. Okay. and When was Van Gogh? Van Gogh was 1800s, which is like okay, you which guys, we know it's Van
0: Gogh. I just like I can I can imagine the comments being like,
1: "You really thought of Van Gogh? No, we didn't. <laughs> we went to Van Gogh die? Um, 1890. That's still like not that far away. No, but like that's what uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But well, so never this, forget that Picasso was just like was in like the alive 70s. in the 70s.
0: He was at Woodstock probably. Like yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so I
0: think then that the Van Gogh piece would be more valuable because it's older, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shocking.
1: Shocking stuff.
0: I wonder who's going to buy it. Then we can like, look into their Forbes, you know? Yeah. See if they have any single sons. We can
1: add them to the list. We can
0: add them to our list.
1: Um... Yeah, so I was just going to ask you, have you been hearing about NFTs? Of course. Oh, your- Ben
0: Ben did like a whole thing on the
1: podcast about it. Oh, okay, cool, <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. Because um, I, I was just learning about them last night. I night.
0: do think it's like kind of silly. I mean, Ben explained it to me and I was like, well, why would someone pay, some of them are going for hundreds of thousands of dollars, for a collectible digital thing when literally you're on the bidding website, you could just screenshot it. Like... It's so dumb. Like how, how will anyone know that like I bought the NFT or if I just screenshotted it from the bidding website? Like it's so silly. And then Ben I was like, know, but okay. then Ben was like, well, you could say the same thing about, you know, you can go to Canal Street and buy a fake Louis Vuitton or you can go to 57th Street and buy a fake, uh, real Louis Vuitton. Most untrained people would assume that would not know the difference. So I'm like, okay, I guess that's a good point. But I can wear my purse out. I can fill it with things. It serves a purpose. I don't know what a digital picture serves for me. Bragging rights, and then I saw Emily Radikowski's sold for one hundred and forty thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, well, honestly, this is not that much, like for Emily radikowski Like, I was just like, I was kind of unimpressed by the amount. Okay. So I'm I I don't have one. I won't be bidding on any, and I don't really understand it.
1: Yeah, same. But I'm starting to learn, so I'll yeah. keep you posted on my findings. Are, Are you sh- ready for our fifth and final story? Is it the final story? do, 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 bum, bum. do, 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 do. A do, 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 do. Oh. Okay, our fifth and final story is a little shipping news. Cause I don't know about you, but I kind of like miss the Suez.
0: Ah, uh, by the way, I miss the Suez every night. I'm like, oh my god, please, someone get stuck in the Suez. That's a joke. I know it was a crisis.
1: Our story is, like, something that pertains directly to us and us and us Suez lovers. Not
0: that I miss the Suez. I just kind of miss, like, the, the time when we were all just, like, talking about the same thing. And we all had a common goal. Like, no. free
1: the Suez. And there was no, like, two sides of the Suez. No, and it was just, like, we live in such... that I think we actually
0: said this when we were reporting on it. Like, we live in such divisive times. Like, nobody can agree on anything. But we can all agree on,
1: like... We need to help the Suez, you know? Yes, I agree. Well, New York Harbor has welcomed a ship larger than the Empire State Building, the biggest ever ship to dock at the Port Authority seaport.
0: Wait, can I ask a really dumb question? Mm-hmm. The fuck is a New York Harbor? Um, I it, it's the Hudson River and the East River. Okay,
1: I, it, since it's at Port Authority, it's going to be the Hudson.
0: Right, but they're so calling we're New calling York the Hudson River New York Harbor now?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. That's, I that's just, misleading. I just
0: wish we had, you know, clarification
1: yeah the largest container ship to ever sail into new york harbor again confusing arrived thursday the crowning achievement of a years-long rebuilding effort to bring the port Authority's seaports up to modern standards the 1300 foot cma cgm marco polo like that's just such a great name yeah is longer than the empire state building is tall and stretches over five north south manhattan blocks it can oh. carry up to 8,040 foot containers it's cargo oh, cargo Yeah, it's cargo on Thursday, included containers of household goods bound for shelves at stores and warehouses owned by corporations like Walmart, Amazon, and Lowe's. Um, Can I say something kind of controversial? Okay, now that, since this is like an actual, like, active shipping container, I'm sure it has to go, like, bring other things around. Uh But could we still go see it?
0: I'm sure you can go to the Port Authority Authority. and, like, watch it. Can I say something kind of crazy? Okay, because, like, those cargo shipping containers, like, they're huge. Okay, so it's, like, the size of the Empire State Building and all those trucks have to load up. Those cargo, I just really feel like we don't have space for this. Like, can this be like a Long Island City venture? No, I'm serious. Like, I'm just thinking. Like, it's wonderful. I love ingenuity on the sea. I really do. But like, I'm just thinking of like day to day lives for Manhattaners. Like, we're already like overpopulated. We're crammed. we're crammed. There's so much traffic. Like, I just really feel like this is a project we cannot currently take on. And I would like to pass it on to one of the other boroughs. <laughs> it's like, like not really, it's not a
1: project per se. They're just like dropping some stuff off. That well, you, honestly, that like you
0: need. we need the stuff, but we don't have like the time or space to coordinate these drop-offs
1: well they're doing it like <laughs> nobody asked you to lift a finger <laughs> no
0: i'm just saying like i don't live near that area but i can imagine that the people that do have been severely inconvenienced
1: like that's just a lot of
0: stuff it's a space over there. there is a lot of space there but it, it's it's actually true there's also like a garbage dump over there so i guess that's great all of our household items are being delivered next to the garbage dump
1: yeah i just like want to see a big ship in the harbor you know you who should would, go you know would love this
0: tbg sully and Tbg, yeah, Tbg is is sully, is sully like reincarnate. Well, he's not that, but like, like re,
1: yeah, like protege, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so I just think that's some pretty cool shipping news. Like, we just love ships.
0: There was clearly. Um, a drought in stories. No, today. I saw, no,
1: saw the story. It was amongst the first and I said there's a big ship in our harbor and we're going to talk about it. And
0: our ship is coming in. And you know what? It is Friday. You might be going to a dinner party this weekend. So if you're looking for something mundane to bring up, you know, there's a lot of controversial things. You don't want the, the dinner table to start talking about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. You should say, hey, did you hear one of the world's largest shipping containers as big as the Empire Sea Building just pulled into Port Authority today? Isn't that a scientific marvel? The CMA
1: CGM Marco Polo.
0: Yeah. And then you can ask what you think of the effects on the neighborhood is going to be.
1: Yeah, even though that's not the conversation. That we I'm are. just saying
0: that is something we should talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: <clears throat> and if I have to be the one to lead that conversation, however uncomfortable it may be, I'll do it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You are so brave. That's why I do what I do. Okay, is it time for TV recap?
0: It is. The Kardashians were on last night and boy, did they disappoint. Um, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians recap is brought
1: to you by... Let me give you a clue. Brusha brusha brusha. Keep them running, brusha. Oh my! Yes. I, K- Chris was singing that. Who's Chris? Chris Jenner. I was watching an old episode. She was singing it. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, "What is that from?" And now I remember. Rizzo, it's from girly, Greece. yeah. yeah. Um, but I well, thought it was like a, a personal joke of ours. So I was like. How does Chris know this song? No, it's from Greece. <laughs> so I know. And it's also the official <laughs> jingle of Bruch. The
0: best electric toothbrush on the market. We know all the toasters have gotten it so far, but if you haven't gotten one yet, we have a great offer for you. If you're looking to elevate your toothbrushing game, if you're not living in electric toothbrush, you are living in like another century. Like we're all brushing our teeth electrically and we're doing it with Brüsh because it's the most effective electric toothbrush on the market and the most affordable and also the most glamorous. Like they come in amazing colors. They have a whole line of new colors. Gray Mist, Green Dream, Mauve Cloud. I'm really happy with my Millennial Pink, but I'm thinking I need to get a Mauve Cloud brush because it really matches do. my aesthetic. I think you do. Here's how the brush works. Excuse me, the brush. It comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. So if you're looking to brush your gums, if you're looking to brush different parts of your quadrants, they have all these different settings so you can get the best brush possible. They also come with a two-minute timer for a complete, even clean in all four mouth quadrants. The battery life lasts four weeks and it comes with a magnetic charging stand and compact travel case. They also come with a subscription program. Never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head again. The design is super, super sleek the electric toothbrush has a modern aesthetically pleasing design and it comes in trend driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. The truckers for Brouche have arrived just on time. Thank you. These new colors are only available for a limited time so get them before they're just a distant dream. Get 15% off your Brouche toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use promo code toast at brouche.com. That's 15% off using promo code toast at com. Sign on brush your
1: teeth. Get your, get your breath in. Check. Okay, I have something to admit. You didn't watch? I was catching Are up. You I had four me? episodes to catch up on yesterday and I could only get through three and then it was 11.45, and I had to go to sleep. And I'm so sorry. Tell me what happened. Okay, what
0: happened? Let me think. Um, but I watched the one oh, where they announced that they're leaving. So we yeah. can recap
1: all. Okay, we there, all could recap all
0: of them. There was like a little bit of juicy drama with. Uh, okay, so apparently there was like some sort of kerfuffle between Kourtney Kardashian and one of Kim's nannies. And so Kim sat down with Courtney and wanted to talk about it. Because, like, Kim's like, I don't like to go through staff. Like, I'd like to have staff for a really long time. So I'm not going to fire this nanny based on what she said. But, like, I want to hear from you. And it got really heated really fast. Because basically, like, I guess the nanny, like, made a joke to Saint. Because Saint was, like, being a camper. He'd be like, well, what's going to happen if I do this? And whatever. And then nanny was like, you're going to go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, you just say things to kids. to. But Courtney's, like, not that type of mom, you know? So Saint complained to Courtney. They were driving to Idaho or something. I don't know. Saint complained to Courtney. And Courtney explained to the sisters that like her and Saint have this type of relationship where if Saint complains to her about something someone did, Saint wants Courtney to reprimand that person in front of Saint. So Saint feels like Courtney has his back. And I'm so not, I'm not a parent and I'm not really not anyone to judge anyone's parenting skills, but it just feels like Saint is in charge. Like Saint's (laughs) running the house. And I was like, that's a really weird parenting method. But again, I'm not no, a parent, so I, I don't know what it's like.
1: But also, it's not parenting, it's auntie No, no, no. Oh, sorry, did I say saint? Sorry. I meant, wait,
0: was it Rain? Yeah, okay, sorry. Okay, because I sorry, was like, sorry, the sorry, aunties sorry.
1: are getting involved. Sorry, 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 okay. sorry.
0: It was Rain. I'm she totally misspoke. She was
1: Rain, Rain is going to jail. Rain, okay, so it sounds like Rain is in charge.
0: Yeah, so it, it was just like, whatever. So, Courtney then took it upon herself to reprimand the nanny in front of the kids. And when... When they got home, the nanny was, like, hysterically crying to Kim, like, packing her bags, thinking she was going to lose her job. And when Kim asked her what happened, she basically said that, like, Courtney was so derogatory to her, speaking down to her, like, in front of the kids. Like, she said she's never been spoken to that way in her life. And Courtney just recalled the incident completely differently. Like, it was two people who experienced the same thing, literally explaining it in two different languages. Like, they were completely different. And then it got really heated really fast. Was the nanny on camera? No. And they kept um, bleeping out her name. Okay. So... Kim was the representative for the nanny versus Courtney in Courtney in versus in nanny, nanny. In the people, in the people versus Courtney Kardashian and the nanny. Got it. So the conversation got really heated really fast. And then Kim like threw out like an insult. You know, when you're fighting with your sisters, you just say like the most hurtful thing you can say. She's like, Well, that's why you can't keep any nannies and no staff like wants to work with you or whatever. And Courtney went away and she started crying in the bathroom and it was all about the boundaries again unhealthy, toxic, negative, whatever. And they eventually worked it out. Kim came over and apologized and just said she was trying to like Push Courtney's button, but then they evolved into like this bullshit storyline about how they need to have a negativity jar because they're all so negative to each other. And it's like when they sit down, it's like, what are you wearing? And actually, like, they do do that a lot, but it was not enough for a storyline. Then the other storyline was that Kh- Chloe's moving out of her house. She's building a house from the ground up. Um, so she was, m- and her house already sold, but she's not going to be in her new house for like a couple months. So she had to move to a rental the whole thing was like Tristan running around Courtney's house. Sorry. Tristan running around Chloe's house getting all the candles she likes, labeling his pantry, like copying all the things she has in her house so that while she's in the rental, she'll feel comfortable, you know, spending time at Tristan's house with True. And it was so stupid because it was so fake. Like him running around photographing like the lights on her pagoda.
1: That honestly sounds like cute and good.
0: It does. But like literally we just heard what like two weeks ago that he cheated on
1: her again. So I just don't know which Tristan to... Believe I, hashtag who is the real Tristan Thompson? Okay, I just want to say I I didn't keep up fully with that last cheating scandal, but I feel like they were saying like that they think that that girl is lying. Like no, that there's uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't I did bl- I didn't see that be like suing. <clears throat> no,
0: Courtney Chloe had actually DM'd her, and the girl put Chloe's DM on blast.
1: Right, but that still doesn't mean I don't know. I don't know what to believe.
0: No, I <laughs> like if history has taught us anything, it's like, we don't believe that. But then Tristan. I'm watching
1: this Tristan who is no, literally... Don't...
0: So it's like, hashtag who is the real Tristan Thompson? I don't know. So that was like a really dumb storyline. Um, and then the other little storyline was like, the kids have never seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Kim and Scott were like, they're gonna watch it one day. Like, don't we want it to be like with us? So they took them on this like little tour of like old places. They took them to the townhouse that Chloe, Scott and Courtney used to live in and like, they couldn't have cared less and Kim and and Scott were, like, dying and the kids were, like, acting like animals and they had to leave. Um, But then they, like, set up, like, a little theater. They spliced together, like, you know, important moments from every episode of the last like 20 seasons and made all the kids watch it in the theater and everyone was so happy la-di-da it was a really dumb episode honestly it sounds
1: amazing no it was really silly it was super silly okay and then just what we need to talk about is like the last few episodes like they announced that the show is ending like nori's really black book nori's black book which was so exciting and i love that they and in- i love nori's black book i love that they love it me too and <clears> and they're
0: I'm- not offended by it and they're like they can laugh at themselves yeah
1: because like nori goes in sometimes you know the
0: dream kardashian hope fund <laughs> the funniest thing ever.
1: I know they didn't mention that. <laughs> no, of course
0: not because it's so mean, but it's hysterical. <laughs>
1: um but then they were like harping so much on the show ending and it was like so sad and we're not going to see each other and it's like but what about the deal that you just signed?
0: Yeah, no. Like I don't I'm I'm sure they can't like promote their new show on their old show. Like there's yeah. some sort of ethics ar- around that. But um But
1: it's literally just going to be the same thing but on Hulu. So it's like Scott are going Yeah. They
0: I haven't think, told us what the Hulu show is going to be. I think
1: it's going to be the same thing. I really do.
0: But see I went on the Nuts getting Even Off that podcast yesterday and we were having this conversation because, like, it makes no sense. Like, part of the reason why they're ending the show is because literally nobody can film. Like, Kim and Chloe have to go to the hospital for their backs being broken, for literally putting the show on their back for the last five years. Kendall doesn't want to film. Chloe doesn't want to film. Courtney has her boundary issues. And, like, MJ is suddenly the star of the show. Like, so why does moving to Hulu fix that?
1: More money. More money.
0: But I don't really feel like it's ever been about money.
1: Um, no, but I think that they could have even, like, yes, they have issues with, like, nobody wants to film, but they get the show out, you know? It's and not very good. I People I are this watching you. it. If it weren't
0: the Kardashians, I would have stopped watching this show years, well, no, this this season, two months ago.
1: I know, it's, like, not good, but I still, like, just enjoy it. I just enjoy watching it. Like, even watching Kim try and learn dances from Addison, like, Kim has is a nice dancer.
0: No, she has... Really, uh, not a good answer.
1: I enjoyed watching it. I wish she would have gone through with it.
0: <laughs> I wish she would have gone through with it too, because I was thinking, I'm like, I never saw that TikTok. So
1: yeah, where's so it, it gonna it didn't be? Didn't happen. Also, the storyline with the lifeguard, I found to be was cute, so hysterical. He was so cute. Everyone like didn't know how to act. I just like enjoyed. There's some things that I enjoy, and the yeah. other times where I'm like.
0: Yeah, no, it's like silliness. Honestly, whatever like Scott's involved with is always like the worst storyline. No offense to Scott. He deserves better.
1: No, but for me, it's like whenever they just keep saying the same thing, like Chloe and her surrogate, I thought it was going to be really easy because for Kim, it was so yeah. easy. But for me, I'm a little bit more it's repetitive. They say that... Like five different times throughout the episode. I'm like, I get it. It was easy for Kim, not easy for you, micromanage. Got it. Yeah, no, Got it's it very repetitive
0: and they talk so slow and like there's really just no substance. But I live for them and I love the looks. I love
1: the looks. Yeah, exactly. So So it's worth it. Yeah, it's a fun time. I really tried my best. I'm really sorry. I didn't even read yesterday. Like I was really trying to. I just to get can't believe
0: you didn't it. even tell me.
1: I know. I just didn't want to burst your bubble. Like there's enough going on. I thought that it could That's wait. That's fine. I thought it could wait.
0: Um, so nothing else was on last night,
1: right? Just Kutika? Kutka, and now it's friday and so we must acknowledge the space that we're in we must we have two days of alarm-free living in case you forgot how the week works and we must go
0: forth and prosper with this alarm-free life living you know go to the edge of a cliff norma kamali is is rooting for you we're all rooting for you we're
1: all rooting for you um I'm just so excited that it's Friday. Me too. Even though it doesn't feel like a Friday. No, I know. Because we just have
0: a lot on our minds. And usually a Friday is like, I can't be bothered to think about literally anything even remotely serious. Yeah,
1: I totally agree. But we're going to get into that weekend headspace and we're going to make it a good one. Thank you all We all thank you for listening to The Morning Toast. We
0: really all do. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Oh,
1: if I may, I filmed my What I Eat in a Day vlog yesterday. Is it up? It should be up today. I'm going to put it all together. I was like really enjoying like just watching it. I thought, I'm just so interested. (laughs) um no but it turned into like what i do in a day Vlog, also yeah. because i eat all day so that's yeah. what i'm doing um so that'll be up today at patreon.com session morning toast if you're looking for premium content or you just want to support your girls patreon.com slash morning toast
0: we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so that's spotify itunes stitcher public radio iHeartRadio, heard also i don't think you guys should miss out on what's going on in the toast next week because we have scheduled some i don't want to jinx it because like everyone cancels on us but we have scheduled some unbelievable guests yeah. like dreams dreams so just keep up with the morning toast okay love you guys stay safe this weekend reach out to your fellow jew and have a great weekend love, love you. you
1: goodbye goodbye